You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Salisha Thomas. Y'all, I'm in California right now, and it is early in the morning. <laughs> and I, but but I, I've never been happier to get up this early. I, my guest today, she, her spirit shines so bright, and I get chills just thinking about her soul. Her, ah. Uh, Okay, y'all, she's an actor, a singer, a dancer. She's got a strong faith, the most joyous spirit. Uh, she's also a vocal coach. She's the, the founder of Queen Nyla Studios. She's toured with Wicked she, and the color purple. And y'all, she, she just made her Broadway debut in Waitress. Please help me welcome the one. Then only. Natalie Watson! Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, sis. How are you? I'm really good this morning. I thank you so much for having me, man. I thank you for waking up this early. I thank you for shining bright, okay, on this, what is it, Monday? Oh, it's Tuesday. It's not even Monday. It's Tuesday. Look at me. Look at us. Shut up. Oh, my God. Okay, so Nyla, I know that your life has been a whirlwind right now. The Broadway community, like, everything is finally back. Like, all these things. But it's not just back. You just made your debut in in a show in New York City at a time when it's like, oh, we've been missing Broadway for how long did the Tony say? Like, 560-something days? 18 months. 18 months, yeah. 18 months and not only that but waitress was like one of the first shows back yeah so you're back in one of the first shows back and it's your first time how are you feeling and how are you feeling grateful (laughs) grateful (laughs) grateful i feel very grateful you know my slogan for this time is you know i'm making my broadway debut um in the first musical back that was a closed show right because waitress closed january 2020 it it wasn't shut down with the pandemic it closed right january 2020 right Right. and so you know 
for me, it's a testament to the resurrection power of Jesus. Like he was like, I'm gonna bring this thing back for my girl. You know what I mean? Um, and I, yeah, I believe that I cling to that. <laughs> so, like, would you I, ever have thought like out of all the musicals to make your Broadway debut in a show that it already closed? Yeah. So I was like, okay, it had to be this one. Cool. Cool. It had to be, right? It was the only show that I had ever seen from the audience 10 times. Wow. 10 times. I've seen Waitress nine times on Broadway, one time on tour, right? And I remember, you know, yeah, girl, it's what? I'm like, what? Love the show. Yeah, love the show. Big Sarah Bareilles fan. I I was in the audience when Nicolette made her Broadway debut first Black uh, Jenna on Broadway. I was in the house. I saw Shoshana's opening night on Broadway. You know, I saw like I love like love waitress, right? Oh. And um, so so I've been saying, you know, I'm making my Broadway debut in a closed show that I didn't audition for. Wait, what? Yes. So I had auditioned for Waitress in 2015, you know, when it was going to ART, when they first like, you know, and I didn't get it. At the beginning. And then I, at the beginning, beginning, right? I didn't get it. But Sarah Bella told me I had a beautiful voice in the room. It was like <gasps> a shining moment of my, you know, like audition experience with Waitress. And then I went in again for the tour and, you know, got to work sessions and everything and didn't get that either. And so I was like, okay. And then the show closed, you know, on, in 2023 years later. So I was like, cool. Like, I, I'll never get an opportunity to do that, right? Um, and had been auditioning for other things, was slated to do another show off Broadway. Amazing opportunity. Super grateful. And was going to be working when the, you know, pandemic lifted in New York. Not lifted, but you know what I mean. You know, I know what you mean. <laughs> loosened. Okay. Come on. Come on. So, loosened. Like, I'll be working when, you know, I'll be working in the fall. I'm, you know, and I was a little bitter okay. because I definitely, I recently lost a, a lot of weight um, during the pandemic. Yes. And I had, I had, um, pridefully, I'll say that I had pridefully connected my weight loss journey with fame, right? Like I am going to lose all of this weight and then I will be a thing, you know? Oh. And so when it was off Broadway and not Broadway, because of the conditioning that I had from being in the business, going to a performing arts school, you know, all yeah. of the, all of the, all of the drama <laughs> that happens, you know, you, equ- I had had all of this personal success during the pandemic. You know, I got my master's degree. I started <gasps> my business in 2020. Congratulations. Lost, thank you. I lost all of this weight in 2020. And I was like, the next thing is Broadway, right, Lord? Like, you know, like, and it was not looking like it. And I was disappointed. You know, mm. very sad, very bitter. And I had a really big conversation with my father, with my mentor, with my, you know, life coach, with all my people trying to like basically talk me into gratitude for these moments. Um, and so I finally got a semblance of gratitude where I was like, you know what, if this is God's best, who am I, you know, to to be salty about it? Like, come on, mm. come on now. We can do better than this, you know? And um, so I went to Cleveland for a gig, singing for my high school. Um, Before that, let's go back. Before that, I went to Hawaii to do a feature concert with the Hawaii Performing Arts Festival. During that, I got an audition. Thank you. (laughs) During that (laughs) audition, um, did the audition. It was for, you know, a, a Broadway show. 
did the audition, got a call back, flew from Hawaii back to New York, was supposed to go to LA for a week, but changed my plans. And um, I had prepped myself for, if they're looking for someone who looks like me, I could possibly book this. If they're looking for someone who can fit the costumes, they might want somebody who ain't, you know, who's a little smaller, okay? A little, little petite. <laughs> um, because I had lost a bunch of weight, but like, you know, there is, I'm not genetically small. You know what I mean? I, I'm working. Mm. I'm Come working. On. You're you know what working. I mean? I'm working. And so um, I didn't, it didn't swing my way. That, that, that specific audition didn't swing my way. But that following week, I went home. I, again, that worked that disappointment was like, okay, maybe Broadway is not the gig, right? Okay, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna practice some acceptance. I'm going to have some conversations. I'm going to cry my tears. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to work my grief, do whatever I need to do to be grateful when I walk into this room with these people. You know right. what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Went to Cleveland, sang for my high school theater teacher, the man who introduced me to musicals. And Celicia, I'm talking about heard me singing in the hallway at my locker and was like, you should audition for the musical. And to him, I said, what's a musical? Like, oh, no idea. Because in my world, a musical was, my mom's a pastor. So in my world, a musical was a bunch of choirs from a bunch of different churches come to your church and sing, you know. And I went to a Catholic school. So I was like, oh, maybe they want me to be the lead singer for the His Eyes on the Sparrow. You know what I mean? <laughs> come on. <laughs> No, you know, and I'm 13 and, you know, black and from the hood. And this white man walks up to me and is like, you should audition for the musical. Like, you can really sing. And I was like, well, I've been singing in church. Like, sure, I'll, I'll audition for the gospel lead in this, you know. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. It was Little Shop of Horrors. Great, great, great. Right? So those lights came up. Yes, girl. Those lights came up and I was like, I'm home. Like, that man. That man. Whoa. Um, I went home to sing for him for a gig. He reached out to me and asked me to sing for him for a gig. So I said, I'll do anything for you. Sure. Mariah Carey at nine o'clock in the morning. I'll figure it out. Like, you know. And I did. Back to my grandmother's house. My agents call me and say, hey, can you start rehearsals tomorrow? And I said, well, the show that I'm supposed to be doing doesn't start rehearsals for another couple of weeks. Like, but if they're changing the schedule, sure. Like, you know, like, yeah, I could, I got a flight, flight coming back tomorrow anyway. Like, that's cool. Can I come at noon? And they're like, no, 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 no. Waitress called and wants to know if you can start rehearsals tomorrow. Yeah. What? You did so well in your callback for this other show. What? Nyla, Nyla, shut up right now. Okay, wait, wait, what? Okay, I'm sorry, keep going, please. Cry my tears about, Celicia. <laughs> Cry my tears. Cry, okay, I didn't, you know, I didn't get it. Okay, you know, we, we, we talked through this. They might not swing my way if they need somebody who could fit. We, we. Oh my God. Oh my God. They're never working on one thing, baby. They're never working on one thing. Nobody in the room is ever working on one thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you auditioned for a different show. Different and show? They str- Did you sing any waitress in the room? 
when when we get offline, I'm gonna tell you what I auditioned for, and and it's gonna go blow your wig back because I don't know how. <laughs> no you, way. This from this, but thank you, thank you, Lord. I'm happy. No to way. Oh my goodness, I feel so inspired because I feel like sometimes I'm wait, just waiting for a miracle. I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, what's it gonna be? What's he it still got miracles. How are you gonna pull this out? Like, I still feel that way. And you met. You, <laughs> you met my, when I, when you and yeah. I met, you met my boyfriend yes. and I remember thinking like, there's no way I'm ever going to meet anybody who's going to actually get me to like, I am never like any, and I was like, God, I'm going to sit back and see how you figure And I watched him figure it out. I'm like, it's an anomaly. God is amazing. Yeah. And I hear him saying, is there anything too hard for me? He can do it all. Okay. All. All. He can do it all, you, Nyla. You give him your shortcomings. And he, again, in that same, I think about Moses, right? He's like, I want you to go talk to Pharaoh. I want you to go. And he's like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not real good with words. And he's like, who made your mouth? <laughs> right. Who made your mouth? You're, you're talking to God. Oh. You know, there was a night when I was like doubting some uh, one night in this pandemic and I was like, how am I going to be okay? Like I was so scared. My cast from being laid off when Broadway shut down, like half Mm -hmm. of them had gotten coronavirus within that two weeks. I was like, I'm next. I'm living here by myself. I'm going to die. Like, will I ever go back to work? All of these things. And I got this whisper, Nyla, and it was like, how... How does, oh gosh, it said like, how does your body know when to have a period? Mm. How does the sun know when to go up and go down? Mm. And it was a whole series of things that I've never thought of those things. It was just so clear. Were you there when I, when I set the stars in the sky? Were you there? Were you there when I set the the sun in the sky and when I said, go ahead, Earth, you are going to spin around that thing? Were you there? Because you got a whole lot of... <laughs> God can do anything. He can do anything. And he will do anything. That's the thing. My pastor um, recently preached uh, Green Light at the Red Sea. Um, what's that? And it, he talked about the um, the children of Israel, right? Getting to the Red Sea. Oh, All got it. Is, All you got to do is cross. But what do you mean cross? There's water in front of us. What do you mean? What do you mean? And he said, watch <laughs> me work. Have you ever read that story? It's actually one of my favorite stories in the Bible, to be honest. Because if you really read the story, right? Like we watch Prince of Egypt mm-hmm. and it happened so swiftly because you only got an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But if you really read that story, God moved the cloud from in front of the children of Israel to in between the children of Israel and the Egyptians. Right. On the children of Israel's side was day. And on the Egyptian side was night of the same cloud. And then all night long, the waters parted. Could you imagine Mm. standing in front of the Red Sea, this God that has said there is a promised land on the other side for you, watching him move the clouds behind you, 
to God. They could have been this close. But because it was night on your side and light on my side, you can't even see me. As he rips the waters back all night long. It's an for your freedom. And then not only that, he rips the waters back so tough that when you walk across, you walk across on dry ground. In the middle of what sea. <laughs> in the middle of the sea. In the middle of the sea. It's supposed to be muddy. It's supposed to be wet. It's supposed to be sand. It's supposed to be, you know, debris. There's not even evidence of where you was before. You're not even leaving no tracks because you're walking through sea wall. Sea dirt that was under sea that is now dry. He could do legit anything. We'll be right back right after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So when I think about sometimes, like, if I do get discouraged or I'm like, God, Ooh. what about this? What about this? I read somewhere and, it, and I they were like, I get like 12 stones or something. And for yes. each stone, yes. write down a time that God has brought you all the way through. And I started mm-hmm. thinking about times in my life. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is a thing. This is a, yes. this is a thing. Yes. It's a pattern. It's what he does. It's in his character. It's what he does. It's how he does it. This is he how can't he- not do. He can't not do. He can't not be. Like it's who he is, and it is that it's 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 you know Ty Tribbett. I listened to his sermons. He's he's a, a the pastor at Live Church, and he said one time like that's why the Bible is on the outside of us, so that we can read it as many times as we need to for it to get really 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 down to our spirit. Like read it one time, okay, cool. Read it another time, okay, cool. But like the ingesting, the memorization, like David says in his Psalms, I hide this word in my heart so that I won't sin against you. So that when I open my eyes, I see what you said because it's in me. You know what I mean? Like it's so a part of my DNA that like I see the world from the perspective of the word. And until that, until you are there, we got to keep reading. I'm reading the Bible again for the last 90 days of the year. It's one of my missions. I'm starting an accountability group. Um, I started an accountability group and we start October 1st. And one of the things that I want to do in the last 90 days is read through the Bible again and not for the task of like accomplishing it. Right. But for the task of getting to know him. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, I've read the Bible before to say that I've read it, but I've never read through the Bible so that I can really inhale the character of God. That's so real, Nyla. You know? um, the first year, gosh, the first year of this pandemic, I want to throw up just saying those words. Um, mm-hmm. I went through the whole Bible and I hadn't done that since I was a kid. I'm like, yeah. Lord, I'm so sorry. It took me yeah. so long. Please spare my life. Like I'm here, like cutting yeah. up. And it really is fascinating. Like the gems that are the gems that are in there. Ah, every verse is a promise. It's really amazing, and there's a lot of encouragement. There's a lot yeah. of encouragement in there. I remember my my old boyfriend. He read through the. He was an athe, an atheist, and he knew the Bible better than me. I'm like, Alicia, what 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 do you think this says? Come on, <laughs> come on. Um, got to know that thing. We got to know that thing. We have to. You know, it's our only defensive weapon. That's all we get. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Seriously. All we, that's all um, we get is word. That's all we need. Oof. And then also like that inner guidance system, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Some people call mm-hmm. it their gut, their instinct. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that is so real. That is the thing that tells oh, yeah. you to go right or left, to choose, say mm-hmm. yes or no, to take that job or pass, even though it looks like you should. T- like that inner guidance system is... I feel like that is the thing that <laughs> really helps you to live your best best life. A lot of times it will tell you to do something that logically don't make no kind of sense. Come on. But, when, sure. you, but when you listen to it, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I did that, even though everybody yeah. else told me to do something else. Yes. Um, but I do want to sure. ask you, I want to ask you about like your actual first day. Was it what you expected? Was it? Were you scared? Did you throw up in a bucket? Were you like, how did you, I saw you when you were on the stage and they were like, Nyla, it's her Broadway debut. You're crying. I was crying with you. I was crying with you, Nyla. My first day was um, kind of like being shot out of a cannon. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't get there until, I didn't get there until the middle of the day because I flew back that day. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I flew back from Cleveland that morning. Um, so it was it was surreal. It was crazy. Um, I know one of the fir- one of the first days. You know, I, I I trained for the virtual New York City Marathon last year, and I'm running the actual marathon this year with cute. Cool, yeah. Um, and so I trained last year, and one of my pacers, one of the songs that would pace me was "Bad Idea." Um, from waitress and so you know it's the the tempo is pretty steady right um and now you know thank god it's it's actually a little slower than the pace that I'm at now but last year (laughs) but last year that's where I was you know and so anytime that I would feel like I was slowing down I would say you know hey Siri play bad idea from waitress the musical oh look at her listen Uh oh Christy just listening listening ready to hear her name get out of here get out of Uh, here (laughs) so there was they were working on it one day during a a music rehearsal and of course we have our Oz you know during it and um Drew Galing love him hey Drew bless your heart um started singing and I was like 
<sighs> like I just started like we think and I don't know where it came from <laughs> okay one of the swings walked over to me and just shout out to Jerry Ann she's one of the loves of my life literally just wrapped her arms around me and stood there and like sang my part for me as I like sobbed and I was like y'all I'm on Broadway <laughs> like like I'm on, like, this is real. These people who I've Googled or listened to on Spotify or, you know, watched their Tony performances from afar on YouTube or go back to and Google. You know, I will, I watched The Waitress. It's one of my favorite Tony performances because you can watch Jesse Mueller leave her body and come back. Mm. It's very interesting. Yeah, and there are only a couple of Tony performances where it's the greats, man, they like leave and return I, it's really cool can we talk about that yeah what do we think is happening in that moment like in a spiritual sense in a like when people are in the zone when people are anointed like what is happening you you said it as they leave leave their body and what do you mean like yeah, i think that you there is a point where you allow you know these characters and i say it to my students right um i'm the ceo of queen studios of voice and acting come on and um and I say it to my students all the time, like these characters only have breath and body if we allow them to inhabit us. Mm. That's the only way that they get to live. They only live on the page until we breathe them in, right? And so it is then your job to figure out the difference between Celicia and this character, but also the similarities between Celicia and this character so that you know what mannerisms to give them, but then you also know when to move out of the way. Get I was recently coaching a, a, a student on um, some, I was recently coaching a student on some Beetlejuice material. They're doing an open call and Beetlejuice moves faster. His thoughts, right? The, 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 the rhythm in which the, um, song goes and then the pace in which the character speaks is the pace in which this character is having their thoughts right mm. we don't we only know the thoughts because they are saying them out of their mouths right hi i'll be your guy i'll be your g-u-i-d-e to the other side something like that right <laughs> if he moves faster than you then you need to figure out how to get ahead of him so that it doesn't look like he moves quicker than you it needs to look like you've moved out of the way and allow him into your body. And like, this is just the way in which I move now. This is just the pace in which I have thoughts now. Right. Ooh. And so, you you know what I mean? And so you have to then do that work. Shout out to Alex Gimignani, right. Who, who taught me that, that um, way to think about these characters, right? right. It's like the rhythm and the speed in which these characters speak or the speed in which their mind is moving. This is not abnormal to Beetlejuice. It's abnormal to you. <laughs> right. So you have to figure out, and you that means that means, okay, maybe I need to spend Nyla needs to spend a little more time in the text. Because right. when I was playing Mama Rose, these these words and thoughts are not abnormal to her. This is how her inner workings move. So whatever judgments I have about them, or if I think that she needs to slow down and take a breath and take a beat and figure this out, that's not what she wants to do in this moment because that's not what the music says. Right. So my opinion as an actor or as a human doesn't matter if I'm going to let her inhabit me. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're fine. When you were talking about Jesse leaving her body. Yes. So that back. Moment, it really is the moment in which I believe, and I don't I don't know Jesse, right? I don't I, didn't, I haven't had this conversation with her, but I believe that she said it's no longer about Jesse Mueller. Mm. It's about Jenna. And she has Jenna has to be more important than Jesse in this moment, or her story won't be told. Wow, Nyla. And I could make the decision to to tell, you know, if, if I was playing that character, right? I could make the decision to tell Jesse's story in that moment. But it wouldn't be as potent. Oh, I love this. I'm already going to go back and listen to this one again. You know what I mean? Yes. It wouldn't be as potent as telling Jenna's story in this moment through her eyes and her rhythms and her breaths and her moods and the way Sarah wrote her. It's not as, you know, it, it, you got to let the composer be the composer sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um. So I just watched the Tonys last night instead of two nights ago. Okay. I'm on Sunday. And, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and you know what I find interesting, and I wonder how you feel about this, especially since you are in the game, honey. How do you feel about, like, you said you saw Waitress 10 times. Ten times. And I definitely remember the days when I was watching the Tony Awards and just being like, wow. Mm-hmm. Same. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even today's being in the industry, I'm still saying, wow. Oh, yeah. Right? But I'm saying, wow, my friends are fantastic. I literally made an Instagram story about it. I was like, I prayed for this day. You know, I prayed for the day that I could watch the Tonys <clears throat> as a Broadway performer. Right. Right. right? And say, go, y'all. <laughs> You know what I mean? And tag my friends who were performing in the Tonys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. To be like in it. I was watching with my best friend last night and I was giving her like, we're in Fresno, like giving her the inside scoop about everyone. I'm like, that guy right there, we made out. And that guy, (laughs) she was like, him, that old man. I'm like, (laughs) okay. Tell your story. story. You know, just with my best friend. But like, it's so different. And I'm like, what is this life? I still remember getting my first, and maybe you felt like this, getting my first national tour being like, we're in the game. Maybe yes. one day I can be on Broadway. Like, yep, yep, yes. And then yes. one day you wake and up the and you're there. For me, yeah, and the blessing for me, you know, my first national tour was was Wicked. Oh. So it was like, oh, we in the game for real. You like, in you know, the game for real. But, oh, oh, this is, oh, this is what we doing? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for that, especially for it to be a production tour. And then I did Color Purple, right, which was a seated tour. Like, I, I was able to get, those those contrasting experiences being the only black person in the cast being in an all-black cast and then you know now being in waitress where it's pretty 50 50 you know what i mean so wait wait just- pause i'm sorry i heard something else um you said you went from a production contract and then did a CETA contract what was that like going from oh i'm on a rolls royce of tours and now yeah. i'm on is it is it doable, Nyla? Or do you, did you want to hang yourself? Like, no, I actually saved more money on the what? seat. Of the- 
coming up. Girl, when I tell you I was I was a child though. When I went on the on the wicked tour, I was a child. I didn't know what to do with my money. That money was coming in and I was like, ah, you I'm know balling. balling. You, but, I'm balling. Like, yeah, I was I was taking trips and, you know, flying home and, you know, and then with Wicked, I mean, it's really like a Rolls Royce, honey. A, a, honey. Maybach. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut up. Yeah, two two days in between cities because the, the, the set is so extravagant. Who? Oh, yeah. Two oh, days in between cities. I'm production talking to you. You know, instead of the odd, like it was like, oh, instead of the odd, yes, honey. Like I get two days off in this industry, so I think I think Moulin Rouge will too because they're the the tour because their set is so much to build. Can we just have every show on Broadway be five days a week, please, girl? No, because that eight shows in five days was no job. That's real. That's you worked dope. for them two days. You worked for them two days off. Believe that. You know? But it was it was incredible. You know what I mean? It was a lot of it was it was hard. It was hard work because you would leave the stage door and they would be like, You were in the show? Like, yeah, girl, it was only a little chocolate drop. Like, come on now. Come on now. Um, and then also it was the same year that Trump got elected, right? So being the only African American telling that specific story, mm. right? Um, it was very much so art imitates life. So it was really difficult. Mm. It was difficult or it became really difficult. Um, yeah, and then going on the Color Purple tour was amazing because we got so many cultural experiences, right? We got invited to every African-American history museum. We got invited to, you know, every monument. We, we went to go see the Black Panther movie that year as a cast in our African garb. Like, yes. you know- it was mighty, yes. it was mighty. But then you also learn about um, the hierarchy of Black Broadway. Oh, right. You know what I mean. You also learn about that too, right? That like, oh, there is, there is a caste system here as well. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you know. So you learn yeah. about that. You learn about that too, and you learn about like what it means to people who are just entering the industry, right? I was on tour with a lot of people who were just entering the industry. So then you learn what the industry means to them and what it looks like to them. And then you also learn what it means to people who have been on Broadway, who are now doing this tour, you know? Right. Um, Kind of be in the limbo between those two entities was very interesting because I had been in the industry for a while. I didn't have any Broadway credits, um, but I had done this Wicked tour. I had done many concerts in the city. I had been in the industry for a while. And um, yeah, it was interesting to like, look at these people who are just entering this industry and look at these people who have been on Broadway and like not belong to either group. Whoa. Yeah. And like really be like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I, I, okay. You know, I am not a newbie, but I am not a vet. Right. And what does that mean? Right. Who am I then? I always find that so interesting. Like you can be in your, in the same show as all these people. It could be your dream job and the person next to you hates it yeah yeah or is is marveled by it in a way that you're that you're like oh 
I'm also not there anymore because this has become my bread and butter or I am paying my student loans from this check or this mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're, you kind of learn to um, find your gratitude again. Yeah. Um, but then you also learn to find humility in a way that's different because I feel that there does come a, um, and this is in my experience, right? My individual experience that there is a pride that comes to some people who have not been in the city long enough to get through an audition season without booking a job. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like you come to the city, you book immediately, and then you are the king of the castle. And it's like, but that was your first audition season. You don't know this rhythm yet. You don't know what it's like for them to just not call you back. You don't know how humbling, you know, this Mm -hmm. is. You don't know what it's like to, you know, um, go from being the lead in the show to the swing in the show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or be the swing in the show to not not working at all for a little, you know what I mean? Like what that means and how that works or being the swing in the show and making the most money in the show, because that's what they don't know. Come on. Right. To being in the ensemble and your check is a little shorter. Right. That you're like, wait a minute. And so you're like, oh, I'm on stage every night, but I'm not making as much money as I was making before. What does that do to my life? Who am I in that? So just learning the ebbs and the flows of like the ecosystem of this business becomes essential. And so when, but when you haven't experienced that, I do feel that sometimes it comes with a little bit of a, a, they ride high on their horse for a little while. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So just being in the middle of that and being able to see like, oh, like, okay. Really being able to survey personalities and then being, being able to, to look at that and say, well, who do I want to be? You know, how do I want to move in this business? I think it just gives you real perspective. We'll be right back, right after the break. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Nyla, can yeah. we talk about your beautiful head? When I met you, you had this short cut, and from what I understand, you used to have you used to have a lot a lot more hair, and you would cut it. Yeah, so I would have hair, and then cut it, and then have hair, and then cut it. And so I, I had, you know, I grew up just for me, honey. Okay, Come I grew on. up getting perms yeah. and getting, you know, getting straightened, and I had, I had my wrap. I would go to the to the beauty salon and get my wraps, and my doobies. Okay, yes. I would. I would get my my roller sets and wrap on the side. I would do that, and then um, I went to I went to college, and the summer between my senior year and my freshman year of college, um, I went to another institution before I went to BW. So my undergrad was six years. So before I went to my first institution, 
I'll just say, I went to Kent State University for two years before I transferred to Walton Wallace and started all over. And Kent had a beautiful Pan-African Studies program. Beautiful Pan-African Studies program. And I had the um, the beautiful privilege of being cultivated by my Baba Baba Okanta. And we went through rites. And we went, we went through the rites of passage where it is a simulated... Um, program that takes you through what it could have been like to go through the middle passage as a slave but then you also learn about you know the cultures and the religions and the heritage that that we experienced on the continent and so in learning about all of these things that i had no idea about i was like cut this off like whose hair is this like this is not mine like Mm. I don't know what you heard, but we was killing it on the continent. Like, and we didn't look like this. I love all of this. You said, cut this off. Cut it off. I'm no. And so I went to, before I cut it all the way off, I went to a mohawk. Like I had like a funky, like perm here in the middle, like mohawk moment. Right. So that was cute for a little minute. My little boyfriend at the time, he really liked that. Cute. And um yeah, so I was like rock star, you know, with my little my little my little mohawk. And then I had, you know, the fro. I grew it out a little bit, had the fro, and then I just kept going back and forth between like short and fro. Short and fro. Um and I also had a, a high top for a minute. Um No. Like, yeah, I had like a high top fade and it was red. It was like fire red. That's how I came to New York with a fire red high top fade. How fun. Yeah. 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 So that was super fun. And then I was like, cut it all off. I just wanted to be, I wanted to be as close to my scalp as possible. <laughs> you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing no fear. Mm. And like a freedom. Freedom for sure. I think, I think that those are things that I am fighting for. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, there is a level of fearlessness that I have in some respects, but there's a lot of fear, a lot of fear. Um, But I do think that I am fighting for fear and freedom. Those are um, fearlessness and freedom. Those are definitely. Yeah, I feel like it takes a lot. It takes a lot to just take off something that is so easily identified, like you can easily we identify with our hair so much and for you to just like not even a question just take it off and by the way you look gorgeous you're beautiful thank you you know what I knew that I would be okay because I look like my father but I'm my mom's color and my my dad is bald but has always been bald my entire life and my mom would cut her hair on a whim when I was little now she would go bald and blonde. I'm not that bold. <laughs> Love Pastor Marcy and her blonde hair, but I couldn't do it. Um, but I did do red for a second. Um, and so I knew because of my parents that they were beautiful when they cut their hair. So I really wasn't nervous that I would be like ugly or like, you know, I would look crazy because I kind of had templates. Um, but I also do think that it was like, I know that I'm different. I, I I think I'm learning to accept that I'm different, but I always knew that I was different. I always knew that like my journey was going to be different. My look was going to be different. Um, my, my soul is just different. 
And so I knew that like success would come for me through the embracing of my difference. Yes. Um, And a part of that for me is my look, right? Is my hair, you know? Oh, I love that. And I feel like I I just talked to a theater class a few days ago while I'm here in Mm -hmm. town. And that's what I talked about. And I never talk about that, but I'm like, listen, Broadway, people on Broadway are a bunch of misfits at the highest level. We were all the, the, mm-hmm. some, some weirdo in our drama club. Mm-hmm. And the day mm-hmm. that you realize maybe I'm not like a weirdo, but like maybe this, maybe what makes me different is kind of cool. Yes. Come on. Yes. I listen to a podcast. I listen to quote of the day show podcast, um, Monday through Friday. Shout out to Sean Croxton. Um, and I listened to this podcast and one of the people said like, don't be better, be different. Right. I feel like that's like, cause you what, fight so tough to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to be the, no, just be different. Just be, like, you. be you. Like just do you be the best. You don't be better. Be different. Be completely off. Right. And I think that that's, that has really been my call to the industry as well. Right. That like, I'm just not going to do it like you do it. I'm I'm not going I'm not going to sing it how you sing it. I'm going to walk into the audition room and I'm going to bounce off these walls. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to be unforgettable. My point is to not and I say this to my students all the time and you know now it's going to be on a, on a podcast forever and ever and ever but my point is to not be better than the last person. My point is for you to be talking about me six people after me. Mm. Oh. Yes. Right? I don't care. Like, I don't want to be, but oh, I don't want to be at the door. Like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, how she did it different. Nah, I want them to be like, but that Nyla girl. Yeah. I still want them to be thinking about my choice. Six people after me. Mm. Because they not make, because they all doing the same thing. You know, I love that. There, there was a moment yesterday when I watched the Tonys yesterday when Anika Noni Rose was singing with Ben Platt and they were singing Move On. And that's kind of one of the first times that I listened to the words. And if anybody knows this song who's listening to this and I'm like getting it wrong, just give me a little grace, okay? But it sounded like, you know what? Even if we do the same things, it's going to be different. You do it the way you do it. Yeah, yep. And it's yes. Gonna... Anything you do, let it come from you. Then it will be new. Yes. Give us more. To... Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I, I went to an I'm Italian. Say again. I'm a music theater buff. Come I did a Sondheim concert. My music and move on was in, when I, so I did a virtual concert series. I was supposed to do six concerts. I only did three. We're coming back in the new year, okay. and um, they're all on Instagram and Cute. on YouTube. But um, I sang Move On with my roommate in my living room on Instagram. <laughs> like, did a whole duets concert for Valentine's Day. And that was, like, one of the first songs. Like, yeah. It's a great song and a great it message. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we get in our heads and we're like, well, they already did that, so I can't do it. Oh, they took my idea, so I can't do it. Okay, guess what? I went to an Italian festival in New York City a, a few weeks ago. And the person I was with, he was like, well, Andrew, my boyfriend, he was like, everybody's kind of selling the same thing. Sausage, sandwich, pizza, cannolis. Yeah. They're all selling the same thing at these booths. Why do we get in our heads like, oh, well, they're doing it so we can't. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. 
You got a desire to do something. No one else can do it like you. So don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to um, close this out soon. I just have a, a couple more questions. Yeah, I, how do you take care of your fade? Like, how do you know, like, oh, it's time to clean it up? Oh, how do I, like, how do you sleep on it? Because you look good. It looks, like, very manicured and very groomed. So, yeah. like, how do you? I have a beautiful barber uh, named Lionel. A shout out to Lionel. And we're scissor hands at Levels Barbershop in Brooklyn. Um, and he hooks me up. You know, I go every 10 days to two weeks. And, um, yeah, he keeps me clean. And then I oil. I use the... Um, actually, come on, product shelf. Yes, the um organics, coconut oil or Moroccan argan oil. These two oils every nice. one, one or you know, at least a, a a quarter size every day. Warm it up in my hands and rub it through, and then I brush, and that's it. That's how I maintain every single day. Um, I wash my hair using the same. I use um the Moroccan argan oil shampoo and conditioner as well um the same the organics same brand and um yeah i use theirs or i'll use the i use this other brand that has like honey in it it's really beautiful but yeah do you wrap it up at night no really really you just go to sleep i just go to bed wake on up oil it brush it go that's very tempting. And also, you, I heard you mention that your mom sometimes just cuts her hair whenever she feels like. And I yeah. feel like because of that, you have a – it sounds like – I would assume – you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it is. I would assume that you come from, like, a supportive, like, oh, yeah, you want to cut your hair? Like, I, I flirted with cutting my hair. I almost got disowned in my mm. – Yeah. So – I you, think those types of decisions in my family – um are not ones that are the ones that are resisted. I think um, because they're not different choices, right? Like, because like my mom did cut her hair. So like having someone who cut her hair off wasn't a big deal, but like, I'm the only one in my family who is not in Cleveland. I am the only one in my family who is an artist full time. Now my little cousin, Kayla is a glass maker. Oh, um, full-time glass maker yeah and so but I think again I was able to like pave the way for that right Mm -hmm. but like when I was like yeah I want to go to New York and move and be on Broadway it was like I want to be a star and they were like what planet what are you thinking yeah like my dad was like no like you need to work at the post office like have you ever seen (laughs) have you ever seen Zootopia yes I love Zootopia I sat in theater. I went to go see that movie with my friend Keisha um, at the movie theater. Keisha Gillis at the movie theater. And we were both on tour and we met halfway and like went to the movies and went to dinner. When I tell you I was in that movie theater blubbering, like who told them? When he was like, you should be a carrot farmer. All your cousins are carrot farmers. We're carrot farmers. What's wrong with being a carrot farmer? That's the conversation that I had with my dad when I said, I'm moving to New York. I ain't got no money, but I'm moving to New York and I'm going. And he was like, you should be a postal worker. Like your mom's a postal worker. Your whole family be going to the post office. You should go work. Your whole whole family be going to the post office. Well, they, they were all my, my whole family works for the government. Oh, got it. Like everybody. 
great, great paying government jobs, full benefits, my whole family. Whole family. And Nyla and then went I'm like, to New York. In New York. Run away. And they were like. The opposite of a government job, unless if you're in a Phantom of the Opera with like forever. The opposite. Uh, like we have built in unemployment in our lives. <laughs> so it, it's very interesting, you know? So like when it comes to hair choices and things like that, they're like, yeah, do be go. As long as it is not leaving the nucleus. Right. But then I was like, I'm popping this bubble, honey. I got to go. Nyla. I yeah. have so much love for you. I love you. I'm so like, thank you for coming on the show. I'm probably going to air this on both the Salisha show and black hair in the big leagues Be- because you're just the bomb. And I just thank you for sharing your spirit, for getting up early and also oh, like for you. killing it. Like I'm so happy to cheer you on and root you on as you kill it and live your dreams. You are trailblazing for a whole lot of people who are looking up to you, who also want to make their Broadway debuts. People are watching you. So continue to shine and let God use you. Like it's already being done. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Of course. Anytime, girl. Let's do it again. Part two. Come on, part two. <laughs> Bye. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. (laughs) Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. See you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.